What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com, and in this video, I'm going to share with you guys three things, three accomplishments that were harder for me to personally achieve than it was to make a million dollars, that accomplishment. And that's not to downplay how hard it is to make a million dollars. It's very challenging. I get that. However, I personally think when I look back at my life, the things I've accomplished and what I had to overcome, there's actually three things that I felt were a lot harder for me personally in terms of the level of difficulty of what I had to face and what I had to go through um, to, you know, to accomplish and overcome than it was to make a million dollars. And I thought this would be a great topic for a video because um, many of you guys might be interested in it to know how does making something like a million dollars compare to other goals or other accomplishments that one might have in their life. And obviously, I think that they all translate to one another. You know, if you can accomplish one thing, then the skills, the characteristics, the habits, the traits, you take that with you to accomplish other goals and accomplishments in your life too. Um, but for me, I've, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot of challenges in my life, probably more than most, probably more than you watching this right now. And I actually think that was one of my greatest gifts and advantages when it came to building a business and making money because the, the things that I went through were so much harder. Again, this is just my personal opinion. It's so much harder for me that making a million dollars became that much easier. So let me share with you what they are. And again, this is just my experience. Uh, I might say something here you know, that was a challenge for me. It might not be a challenge for you. Maybe you've already got that mastered. Maybe you've got that down. Maybe it's not a challenge for you whatsoever. But for me personally, it was a very significant challenge that was a lot. That's pretty hard for me. Um, okay, so the first thing that was way harder for me to achieve and to overcome than it was to make a million dollars was overcoming shyness, social anxiety, and depression. Okay, I'm kind of lumping a few together here. You could separate them, but I kind of put them together. Um, that by far was the hardest thing I ever had to overcome. And becoming someone that is confident, a good speaker, social person, me speaking to you guys right now in front of a camera is like a miraculous thing to me. Um, it might not be that impressive to you, but for me, it is. And the people that knew me back then, my family, my friends, because I was not, I was like the least likely person to put themselves on YouTube or to be a speaker, to be a coach and, uh, you know, be able to communicate in the way that I do. Um, a little bit of background, guys. You know, I went all throughout high school, I was shy. You know, when I was a kid, I was very, very shy, painfully shy. People look at shyness, they don't, they kind of downplay it, but for those of you that have, are going through, have been through shyness and anxiety and depression, what I'm talking about, you guys could probably relate. 
Um, I mean, I remember when I was in school, I used to skip school just for the mere fact that I was just so uncomfortable being around other people that I didn't show up for school a lot of the time. I remember like one, one of my grades, it's like I miss like a quarter of the year, you know, like in terms of all the classes and stuff, a quarter of it I skipped. And it was so painful, like even with my mom, my family, I used to, in the mornings, I'd tell her I'm not feeling good, I'm sick, and just as an excuse not to go to school. Um, sometimes even when I would go to school, like my mom would drop me off or I'd take the bus, I would walk home from school. Like I wouldn't go to school or class. I'd walk home. I'd wait for my mom to leave for work so that I could just be home by myself and uh, play video games because that for me was like a huge escape in my life. Um, I remember when I did go to school, you know, there would be certain moments where like the teacher would ask the students to like to just to, to share their thoughts on something or to read like a read something like for example if we're reading like a book in, in class you know like they'd have each student kind of read a paragraph out loud and i remember like i'd have so much anxiety around that that i would excuse myself to go to the bathroom and then i wouldn't come back like i was just so afraid of something as simple as that when it came to giving a presentation like in front of the class i'd rather skip the class and not show up and take the zero on that rather than actually show up and do it because I had so much anxiety around it. Um, I was always known as the person that didn't talk. Like, you know, even when I'd be around groups and stuff, I'd just be the quiet one, wouldn't say anything. And I got bullied a lot too when I was young because um, I was like an easy target. Oftentimes when you're such an easy target, you don't defend yourself. People attack you more because it's a way for them to elevate themselves and be more popular, more significant. Uh, so I didn't have friends. Um, I had a few friends um, at different times, but it wasn't really quality friendships. I had more online friends because online was like my world. Um, I didn't have dates or girlfriends or anything like that. Uh, you know, people would often say, you know, to me or say, like, do you even talk? Do you even speak? And then also, I when I would speak, it'd be so quiet. I had like the quietest voice. Um, I'd mumble a lot, and I also had a lisp. People used to make fun of me because I had a lisp uh, when I was in high school. So that was that was a source of a lot of pain in my life, like significant pain. Um, I felt so insecure, so insignificant. I ended up failing uh, science ten, barely, you know, like a C student, C minus student. Um, barely graduated high school as a result of this. Um, it was just really, really painful. And I think what came from that was also depression where I felt helpless. And the only thing that made me feel good was video games and computer games because for me, that was an escape from real life. You know, like real life, I was nobody. I was a loser. I was someone that didn't have friends. Like my life sucked. And when I played online games, I was able to escape all that. And I was able to take on a different character, a different identity, a different person. And when I did, I felt important. I felt significant. I was very good at online games. So, for example, I used to play like this Dungeons & Dragons type game online where you, you level up. You get to a certain level. You develop skills. You join groups and guilds and clans and stuff like that, right? All you gamers probably know what I'm talking about. But um, for, for me, it's like I, I was like the powerful, significant person in these games. I was a person that people looked up to. I was a person that I really wanted to be in this online fantasy world. And it was all anonymous behind the computer. And I was, I was like, I felt like I was like a, an important, significant person online. And so that was my escape. And what happened was like the more that I got involved online, I was running away from the real problem, like the real root cause. 
and I was like medicating myself. And thankfully, I never got into drugs or alcohol or anything like that. But I can imagine it's the equivalent of that or food or whatever it is. People use those things to medicate themselves to escape and not have to address the real root causes of their life and what's really affecting them and making them unhappy. Um, anyway, so when I, when I was 17 years old, it's like I decided to confront that and I, I had an emotional breakdown and I was like, I have to change this area of my life. I don't want to continue living my life this way. It was a very painful day because I looked myself in the mirror and I said, no more, I'll no longer settle. I got rid of all my games. I, I actually was able to sell my online accounts because they were actually worth, they had some value. And I, I was, used to play things like Diablo 2 and Counter-Strike and some of these games and whatnot. So I actually was able to, I got rid of them all. I even got rid of like my internet and um, my TV, anything that was like holding me back in my life, I felt. Um, and I really tackled, went to confront this area of developing my confidence and my social skills. What I went through for that took me so many years to, to actually be able to make that change. Um, it was one of the most challenging things I ever had to go through. And again, you might be watching this or listening to this thinking it's not that big of a deal. But again, for me, it was a really challenging thing I had to go through. I had to face a lot of my fears, my insecurities, um, criticism, because I realized that when you're just quiet and, and you don't say anything, People don't like you or dislike you. They just accept you. It's just like, oh, it's just... But when you start to, to share your opinion or, or speak up for yourself or, or talk, then you become vulnerable in some way where other people can criticize you. They can put you down. And that, I had a lot of fear around that. Um, and so I had to face a lot of rejection. I had to, to face a lot of that purposely. I made that my intent to, to, to face a lot of that so that I could overcome this fear of criticism and rejection in my life. And um, some of the things I do, I, I ended up doing Toastmasters, which is uh, they have groups around the world where you can practice public speaking in front of an audience. I did that for a few months before I got so terrified that I just couldn't keep going. I just had so much anxiety, but it, it did help, did make a difference. Um, another thing that I did was acting classes and improv classes, and not because I wanted to be an actor or anything like that, but it was just like a way for me to get outside my comfort zone and be, be more, excuse me, be more confident. So <clears throat> I, I remember I signed up, um, the Vancouver school board, like they would put in these evening classes. One of them was called acting for the terrified. So it was acting classes specifically for people that were terrified <laughs> of acting. And I remember I signed up for like 12 classes, right? Like as a, a 12 class program, signed up for 12 in advance. And I went to like two of them before I just could not keep going. Like I just was so afraid to continue and I lost that money. Uh, um, but I did get some benefit from it. You know, like it did push me and it, like I really had to face my fears. But then I just had so much anxiety, I couldn't even go in. Like I couldn't even drive myself to the place to actually go to these classes. And the same thing with improv classes too. Very, very hard for me. So I won't, I won't blurb on and on about this, but you guys get it. I mean, this for me took me several years was it was like a just such a like a fearful thing that I had to overcome compared to making money and I'll talk about that like my journey and process of making money million dollars but compared to that like building an online business or making money it was a lot a, a lot of a more safe approach where it didn't I didn't have to deal with such significant deep rooted 
trauma issues, et cetera, that I had to go through. Okay? So that would be the, the one area that took me such a long time to overcome, but it's one of my most proudest accomplishments in my life, to be honest with you guys, way more than anything else. Um, and it's not an accomplishment that's like really valued in today's society, but for me, it's like I value that so, so much because it changed my life, my friends, my relationships in such a huge way. Um, the second thing that was way harder for me to accomplish and achieve than it was to make a million dollars was learning how to meet women and meet the opposite sex. So my biggest challenge that I had when I was in high school and 17 years old was like, it wasn't, I didn't care about money at that point in my life. You know, it just was not a focus for me whatsoever. But uh, for me at that point, it was just popularity and having friends and then also having a girlfriend. You know, I was at that stage of my life where I started to like girls and I started to in school and, and whatever it is, I'd see girls that I liked and I was attracted to, but I felt so helpless around that. I felt like I had no confidence whatsoever to talk to them and meet them. And I, I really wanted to, to have a girlfriend and to have uh, experiences with women. But I was just so terrified of that. And part of it's, you know, the anxiety and all that sort of stuff that I had to go through. But, um, you know, for, for me, it was, it was just, it was just, it's just bad. You know, like I, I often joke that if there was like an attractive girl right here next to me and she's smiling and waving at me, that I would have no idea how to actually start a conversation with her. And even once I started to become more social, more comfortable talking to people, I was always the nice guy. I'd always get stuck in the friend zone. You know, I was never had girls attracted to me before. Um, and even if a girl was attracted to me, I just had no idea how, what to do. You know, I was just, so shy, so terrified. Um, the first time I actually lost my virginity was actually when I was 16 though, but I lost it when I was the first time I ever drank alcohol. It was like at this party, I'm not going to go too much into the story, but so funny enough, I actually met this girl online from these online games that I played. And, um, we had like this big get together and she was actually from St. Louis, Missouri in the United States. And I live in Vancouver, Canada. And, uh, she was a year older than me and I was so shy and quiet and it was the first time I ever had alcohol. And I don't even remember it, but that was the first time I lost my virginity. But the challenge that I had is I fell so in love with this girl. You know, I was just like so mad. And, I, and the challenge I used to have, I'd get, I was a very sensitive person. Um, and I would just get very emotionally attached to a girl that I'd meet or like having a crush. And they call it in the... Um, in you know the dating community, they call it one-itis, right? Where you think that person is the one, right? And that was kind of like what I had to go through at that time. But that was very challenging for me because I really was like in love with this girl, at least I thought I was, um, but she didn't feel the same way back. And I remember one time um, I was actually going to go to visit her in St. Louis, Missouri. And I like my parents wouldn't let me, so I was going to run away from home, right, when I was in high school. Things that you do when you're a kid. Um, and I didn't have the money for it. And one thing I'm, I'm super embarrassed about um, is I actually stole some money from my mom so I could buy this Greyhound ticket. And it was a non-refundable ticket. And I booked it. And it was like a three-day bus ride. Like, it's insane what I was going to do to see this girl because I was, like, so desperate. I was going to take this Greyhound to go down to St. Louis to see her, like a three-day trip. Um, I don't even know how I was going to eat or anything like that. Um, but I was going to go see her. And she agreed to it, but then what happened was like a few days before, she just stopped being responsive to me and just like totally disappeared. And I was devastated because I had just 
bought this ticket, you know, and I really was looking forward to seeing her and whatnot. But I just remember, like, I'm sure you guys have had this too when you're young or, or different points in your life where it's like your stomach, like you just feel so much pain. Like, you, like I just remember going to work at that time and I just like, I couldn't even function. Like I was just so devastated. And if you guys have been through like a breakup or something like that, you could probably relate to this as well. But I just remember the pain that I had to go through around that. Obviously, I eventually got over it. In fact, she was actually a great motivator for me to change my life um, as well. Um, but I can I can share with you guys many moments like that along my journey. You know, I first uh, when I was around 18 years old, that's when I realized I had to learn how to actually go and talk to women. And I actually met this group online of. They kind of call them pickup artists, like PUAs, and I'm not associated with that in any way because I got a bad negative connotation to it. But I ended up meeting these people online and in my local city, and they would actually go out and meet women and approach them on the street. And I was so blown away by that. I was so impressed. I was like, wow, I have to learn how to do it. And I was so terrified to do it. And I remember the first time um, we were inside the mall. And I was watching this one guy who was, I was out with. He was talking to girls. He's a very social person, talking to everybody, not just girls, guys as well. But, and he said, okay, now it's your turn, Stefan. You've got to go and approach a girl. And I said, no, 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 I can't. I had every excuse not to. I said, maybe next time. I'm not ready for it. And he forced me to go and approach this girl who was working at a kiosk. And he's like, you know, and I figured, well, if I go up to her and talk to her, she can't reject me because she has to be nice and polite because it's her job. And so he told me what to say. He said, go up to this girl, just ask for her opinion on this. You know, I think the opinion was, hey, who do you think lies more, men or women, right? And you just, the strategy that they would use to meet women was like, you ask for a woman's opinion because women like to talk about their opinions and whatnot. So I was like, okay, and I ended up doing, I was so terrified to be shaking sweating, you know, my face would turn red. Uh, but sure enough, I did it. And what happened was I gained a little bit of confidence from that. You know, I ended up just going and asked for her opinion. Then I ran away after that. But, uh, you know, it was a very powerful thing what happens when you face a fear. And it's the scariest thing at first. But on the other side of that is who you really are. And you have such an incredible feeling after. And I got really into that process. And going out to meet women and this was like a huge shift from you know the life that I had before playing games and stuff because now I was going out several days a week this became my life and self-development of course as well as also doing a lot of self-development reading books and really immersing myself in this because now I, I separated myself from all the online games and things like that I just was putting all my time into self-development and growth and really overcoming this area of my life um, and, but it was such a, a hard journey for me because even as I got comfortable talking to girls, there's so many levels of challenges that I had, which was how do, okay, I can now talk to a girl, but how do I actually have, how do I create attraction? How do I actually have a conversation? How do I get her interested in me? And then even once you have conversations, then how do you, how do you actually get a phone number? How do you get a date? And then I remember I used to meet some girls and I would get their phone number and I'd be too afraid to even call them. Like I was just had so much anxiety to even pick up the phone and call them, right? And this is even before text messaging was popular and stuff too. Um, so I, just so many levels. And, and you know, I meet girls, I really liked them and had feelings for them. And then they wouldn't return my call, right? They wouldn't call, they'd flake out on me. I remember even having certain times where I would, uh, 
set up a date with a girl and we'd meet at a coffee shop, for example, and I'd go there. I'm like really looking forward to it. So excited to see this girl. And um, I'm there and she's not there. And like an hour goes by and she just d- decides not to show up and flakes. And I would like, in some cases, I would go home crying. Like I'd be in so many tears over this. Like it was so traumatic for me and so hard for me to, to, to go through and everything. And that's why I eventually became like a dating coach when I was uh, in my early 20s because I wanted to help other guys with the challenges that I went through. And I was able to make a big transformation on this eventually. But even, you know, like attracting like a really quality person in my life too. Like I got to different points where I can meet and date and all that. But I had a really hard time finding the right person. That's why I'm so grateful for my current girlfriend, Tatiana, who is the love of my life. Like we're so aligned on so many things. And that for me, when I look back what I've gone through, like I'm so proud of that accomplishment as well. Like way more than making money because that's what gives me so much more joy and fulfillment in my life is who I became from that process and the, the type of person and the confidence and everything I gained from that. I almost feel like every woman that I met that ever rejected me, that ever criticized me or, or, or put me down or flaked on me, they all gave me an incredible gift. That's the way I look at it. They all gave me an incredible gift that forced me to grow. Because if it wasn't for the, the, that pain and what I had to go through, that adversity, I wouldn't have to grow and build the foundation. And, and I always believed that all of this was just to help me prepare so that when that woman comes along, who's the woman of my dreams, I'm going to be the type of man that can attract her. I'm going to be the type of man that is confident and is worthy of having a really amazing person in my life. So for me personally, again, you might be watching and think, well, that's Stefan. I got no problem meeting people, meeting girls or guys or whatever it might be. But for me, that was so, so, so challenging uh, to, to really be able to master that area of my life. The third area that was a lot harder for me to accomplish and achieve than it was to make a million dollars um, was changing my body but not just that, but like sustainable change and also overcoming binge eating disorder. So again, I'm kind of lumping a few things together. So in 2012, I decided to do a fitness competition, uh, the WBFF, which is like a fitness model competition. And I was more so doing it for myself to change my body, to really push myself. And for those of you that follow me on my channel from back in 2012, I still got videos from back back in the day of me, you know, uh, my progress reports and stuff from that. But this was an important goal for me because I was getting really into fitness and um, it wasn't the fact that it was like hard to, to, to um, gain muscle or lose fat. Like those are things that they're, they're still hard to do, but um, you know, that's anyone can basically do that within a few months, right? Within a few months, within six months or even a year, you can make incredible changes in your body. Um, and the habits of it is just like you go to the gym, you eat these meals, et cetera. Etc. But the challenges that I faced personally that was way harder than making a million dollars, the reason why I say that was one, I ended up developing a binge eating disorder. So I ended up getting to a point where I was just, I didn't know what I, really what I was doing with my diet eating. I, I was way too extreme, in my opinion, what I think. Um, and I ended up developing a binge eating disorder where it was one of the most painful things I went through because every few days I would binge on like 5,000, 10,000 calories. And what happens often when you binge is you beat yourself up. You feel really like you feel really bad about yourself. You feel like you're a failure. And then what happens is 
like the next day you're like you're tr- you know training extra hard you're doing like two hours of cardio and then what happened you're trying to get back on track to make up for all those calories that you just had and then what happens is a few days later you binge again and you hate yourself you feel depressed about it you feel guilty you feel angry and then you repeat that same cycle and i used to at times i would like run to the store and get a box of donuts cookies and ice cream and i would dip the cookies in the ice cream and eat it like it was just so bad what i was going through at that time and it just felt like i could not overcome this it was like one of the hardest things i ever had to overcome and again this might be something that you might look at and like wow i have no problem with that whatsoever but for me and again those that actually have binge eating disorder and problems i have so much sympathy for you i know what it takes and by that point i prided myself on someone who is disciplined and overachiever etc but I could not, there's no amount of willpower discipline that would allow me to overcome that. Uh, I ended up hiring coaches, reading books, studying everything that I possibly could, doing a lot of NLP, a lot of things that I was learning. And it was like, it took me quite a long time to overcome that. Um, but it was a very, very, very painful, challenging thing that I had to go through. Many nights of just crying in tears, upset, pissed off. Um, and then what happened was I, uh, once I did my fitness competition, I, um, you know, I, the, the struggle was maintaining that. And that's still a goal that I haven't, I haven't mastered. It's like I can, I, can, I can get ripped and lean and do a competition and follow that. But I look up, like I have some friends that are fitness models who are lean all year round. Like they're ripped and that, for me, is something that's been a lot harder to ever achieve than it is to make money because um, when you make money, the hardest part, and we'll talk about this in a bit, but the hardest part is like a, the beginning to like kind of get the formula or the process from like zero to making some money. But once you're making money, you just got to scale it up. You just got to do scale it up. And you know, if it's an online business, more traffic, better conversions, more products, building out your funnel. And you make more money. You know, you just rinse and repeat that process. And once you have passive income, it's very hard to sabotage that. It's just like some, like a lot of my business is just like set it and forget it. Like I, you know, I, I could take a month off. I could sit around for a week doing nothing and eat junk food or do whatever it is. But that, like my business will continue to make money. It will continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. Same thing with my investments. The thing with dieting and your body is that if you have a bad week and you go on vacation and you go all inclusive and you're eating junk food and everything, you can gain back like 10 pounds, 15 pounds, just like that. But to lose 10 or 15 pounds can take several weeks. You know, for me, it would take me a, a pound a week to be able to lose because I didn't want to lose too much muscle or anything. So it, like in a, in a matter of days, you can gain so much. And you can really mess things up for you. You can mess up your progress very, very easily. And that's why I think it was so much harder to maintain and really, um, you know, stick with that and overcome the binge eating and everything that I had to go through for that. So for me, that was, and still is, like I, I, like I said, I can lose fat and get ripped and lean or whatever it is. But to maintain it year round, very, very challenging, very challenging for me. Um, Now, in terms of like the reason why I say those things were a lot harder for me to accomplish than it was to make a million dollars is because with each of them, there's deep-rooted 
pain, I think a pain that is much deeper than a pain of not having money or being broke or being in debt. And I've been in debts, credit card debts, broke, living on my friend's couch. I've been to the rock bottom for that. And I know, I know the, the deepest amount of pains of what I had to go through for that. But when I look at the, the pain that I felt in those others in my life, those other accomplishments, they were so much greater. They were so much more personal and a lot more challenging to overcome because you have to overcome your deep-rooted demons and fears and things that are really, really personal and challenging to overcome. Whereas building a business and making money, um, it's almost like a science. Um, it's almost like there's formulas and strategies that you follow them and you get X result. And there obviously is a lot of pain and, and hardship and um, all that sort of stuff that you also have to go through too. But for me, it was actually more so like my, a mindset shift that I had to make. I had to, I had to shift my mindset from scarcity to abundance. I had to cultivate the habits of discipline and hard work and uh, adding value, not just being a taker, but someone that adds value, someone that's consistent. I had to cultivate patience. So there were, there were certain habits and mindsets that I had to cultivate in order to make a million dollars and make a lot of money, but um, it, it didn't require going through the same pain and, and issues that I had to go through personally. Um, now, I think for me, uh, you know, making money has kind of taken the same amount of time it took then to conquer these other areas of life. But I also think these other things that I had overcome had, is one of the reasons why I was able to be successful financially in business because once I over, overcame those things, then everything else in my life became easier. Once you overcame, once I overcame like meeting women, my uh, shyness, anxiety, fitness, it's like making money was just so much easier. And not that it's not hard, like it, it definitely is, but when I compare it, like, you know, my journey of building an online business to other things that I've done, I just think that building an online business is so much easier. So, for example, like what I also think is a lot harder, like, is I've done physical labor in my life, a lot of construction work. For me, that is hard work. Being in front of the computer and typing and clicking, that's not really hard work. Being in front of a camera and just talking and just being yourself and sharing, for me, that's not hard work. Waking up at five o'clock in the morning and taking the bus out to a construction site and, and be, you know, it's raining out and you're soaking wet and you're covered in mud and dirt and you're beat up physically and you're working 12 hours a day doing a demolition or up on ladders and up on a roof and stuff like that and you come home and you're covered in sawdust and dirt and you're so exhausted you're just going to pass out afterwards and going to repeat that same cycle that is hard work <laughs> you know for me like that is so much harder than it is just being in front of a computer you know going to a coffee shop and work or being at home and typing away and and all that um you know so like when i compare it to things like that even for me like going to school and university you know i, I did um i didn't really go to university i did a half a semester of half a class introduction to marketing and then i dropped out but high school and, and things like that that was so much harder for me academically it was so hard for me to, to go to class every day and um learn and and and, and care and retain things and, and, and pass tests and exams like that was so much harder for me than it was for be, building a business and i think building a business for me was fun 
like, yeah, it was challenging at times and hard. There was ups and downs I had to go through, not getting results for a period of time and putting in work, etc. But I enjoyed it. Like, I was, I was, I felt so grateful and blessed every opportunity that I had to work on it because I was doing something that I cared about. Like, nobody was forcing me to go to, to do it. Like, go to school and stuff. Someone's forcing you to go because um, you, you know you don't really want to be there, but you got to show up anyways. You got to study for some things that you don't really care about. For me, a business like I cared about it because it was mine. It was like my own thing that I could build and spend time on. I enjoy. I was learning so much, and I learning from courses and people that I enjoyed learning from. Like there was so much more charismatic and taught things a lot better, and than such a way in school. Um, I also was building a business around topics that I was interested in and enjoyed. Like building Project Life Master was such a joy. Like it was so fun because I got I get to share my thoughts and things. I get to, I get to share things I'm learning that I think are important. I get to help people. Like it was so much more meaningful and enjoyable. And then even going to seminars and stuff and getting coaches, like that was fun for me. It was like really, really enjoyable. Cause again, I think there are just things that I enjoyed doing that I was, um, it's like when you're working at a job for someone else, you don't care as much cause it's not your business. You're building someone else's dream. But for me, I was building my own dream. I was building things that I cared about and I was spending time learning things that I was genuinely interested in. So I think that made it a lot easier. That made it a lot pain-free. And yes, I've gone through frustration in my business and things, failures and challenges, but um, I think it just it never really discouraged me as much. And it wasn't as, as painful as it was these other things that I had to go through and what I had to face. Like the failure that I have of losing money or losing time it's so insignificant versus the pain that I had in these other areas of my life. So um, that's been my experience, guys. Um, that's what's been uh, more challenging for me. And I think, like I said, once you kind of figure things out, making money becomes very easy. Like for me, the position I'm in now, it's just effort, almost effortless to make money. It's like anything that I create, I know I'll make money with. And it's not because I'm so great or smart or anything like that. It's because... I've built an audience. I've built raving fans. I've helped a lot of people. I've built relationships with people. Um, not only that, but you know, I, I have money that now I've, it's like once you make a million dollars, it's a lot easier to make your second million, your third million, because you've already figured things out. You have money that you can then use and leverage. You can hire help and employees and virtual assistants to help you out. There's software, there's technology. Um, things just get easier and easier and easier. I think what people struggle with making money in online business is just the initial phase. And that's where most people give up. It's like the initial phase where, you know, the first six months where they're putting in a lot of time, energy, and effort, or even the first year, but they're not getting any financial return from that. And I think part of it is because people aren't looking at the little results they're getting along the way. There's little results that you get, whether it's your first visitor to your website, your first, um, you know, your first uh, opt-in to your email list, uh, your first uh, book that you publish on Amazon, your first launch of a product, these are all wins. Those are all little results that you achieve. You've got to celebrate and acknowledge yourself for, and then you get your first sale. When you get your first sale, that's exciting. It gives you uh, confidence. It gives you momentum. Then you get your second sale. Then you get 100 bucks in a month. And once I remember one thing I learned from John Reese, who is uh, someone that I looked up to. He was the first person to make a million dollars in a day online. And uh, he... One thing he used to say is that if you can make $100 online, then you're 95% of the way there to making $100,000 online because 
once you've cracked the code and you figured out a way to make a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, all you got to do, like I said, is scale it up, get more traffic, promote it more, rinse and repeat what you're already doing, uh, build your list even bigger, and it's just a numbers game at that point. I mean, if you know what your conversions are, then you just get more traffic, you increase the conversions, you get more sales, and rinse and repeat, and you just do the math on that, and eventually, before you know it, you're at a million dollars. Now, of course, you got to hire people, and there's other things you got to do along the way, but uh, in, in essence, like once you figure it out, it's just growing it from there, and that was my experience. Uh, the hardest part, hardest goal for me financially was making $5,000 a month. That was like so hard for me to achieve in my online business. But once I got to that, it was just like, I was amazed how fast my financial situation grew. And many of you guys that follow my goals reports know back, you know, when I was making 10,000 a month and then man, I'm up to 20,000 a month and then 40,000 in a month and then 50,000 and then 70,000 and then a hundred thousand a month. I've had months now of over 300,000. Right, and it's just amazing how fast that grows, and that's kind of like you have this tidal wave wave effect, um, you know, at a certain point. And again, that's not for every business, but online business, I would say so, because the scalability of it and how you automate it, and the, how it's a global business too. Like I make money all over the world; it's passive income. I'm not trading my time for money for it. That's like it scales so much faster, and so. Um, Again, it's kind of like the initial phase. That might take a few years initially to kind of crack the code for you and you know overcome maybe some of the things I had to overcome, the habits, the mindset, confidence, etc. But once you do, guys, it's much, much easier after that. Um, so that those are challenges that I had to go through. Um, hopefully, you don't have to go through some of the challenges that I did, but I'm not... I feel grateful for going through them, to be honest with you guys, because it's made me who I am. And I'm able to relate to people in a different way and help people in a different way. And it's part of my story. And I'm very proud of what I've been able to overcome and accomplish. But hopefully I can inspire you guys with that. And if you guys are on the path right now, just know that you know once you master one area of your life and you develop the skills, the, the habits of success translate to other areas of your life. Once you get good at one thing, and you learn what it takes because to get good at anything, to achieve any goal, you've got to have the discipline. You've got to set the goal. You've got to have the vision. You've got to have the motivation, the willpower. You've got to overcome obstacles and plateaus. You've got to go through all of that. But once you do it with fitness or relationships or self-development or any area of your life, then you take that process and then you apply it to business or you apply it to your relationships or whatever it is, and it becomes that much easier. I know for myself, I don't say this to be to, to like be egotistical or anything like that, but because I just have the belief that no matter what I do in my life, I will be successful at. If I were starting over again, I would be successful. If I wanted to be a great athlete or I want to be a great at this area of my life or a great dancer, I believe that if I really wanted to, I have accumulated the success skills, quote unquote, to be able to utilize that and transfer that to other areas of my life or other goals that I might want to achieve. So that's the beautiful thing about it is that these things translate to other areas of your life that can really serve you and help you. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap things up here. I want to thank you guys for watching this video, and hopefully you guys really enjoyed this and you know, hearing a little bit about my story and what I've been through. Uh, if you've been through some challenging goals and things you had to overcome, I'd love to hear about it. Leave a comment below. Let me know. Um, if you guys are looking at all to build an online business, um, one of the ways that I believe you can achieve anything a lot faster 
is learning from others, modeling other people's success, having mentors, having coaches, investing in training courses, resources. Um, that also is something that's I've done in every area of my life, my dating life, my confidence. I was buying courses, trainings. The first seminar I ever went to was at, I was 18 years old. It was a, uh, a dating seminar by my friend Zan, who many of you guys saw. I interviewed him, um, but you know, it's 500 bucks to go to that. And I was just learning from as many people as I could and uh, studying and taking action with what I learned as well. So if you guys are looking for resources that can help you um, with business and building an online business, then check out the free course that I've got by going to www.projectlifemastery.com slash free course. I'll have a link below. Head in over there, put in your name and email, and uh, you'll learn seven different ways that I make money online. And we'll provide more resources for you on which ones that you can get started with to help you Build an online business and achieve what you're looking for. And hopefully it doesn't take you as long as it took me. But either way, the journey, the process, that's the most valuable part. Because it's who you become at the end that really matters, not what you get. So thank you guys. Always believe. Commit your life to mastery. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.